So I'm sure you guys are thoroughly sick of lockdown by now. Hopefully you've had a chance to get out and about a little bit as we've moved down through the levels. Unfortunately, even though we're in level two, we're still unable to meet together as a church. Um, we're looking forward to when the um, gathering caps are lifted high enough for us to be able to do that. In the meantime, we're going to take this week and next week to finish up our God and Man series, which we've been working through throughout lockdown, which has been a timely look at the story of hope throughout history, from, from the beginning and creation, uh, through our rebellion, through the nation of Israel, the promise that God gave to Abraham and how that played out into this growing nation of, of God's special people, right up until Jesus himself has come God himself has come down amongst us to reconcile us back to him, to save us, to fix the problems we created uh, when we rebelled against God. And a couple of weeks ago, we looked at the next step of that with episode five of how this new Israel was being created, this new nation to take the message of Jesus out into the world. It's summed up beautifully in a, a verse that Jesus gave his disciples right before he went back to heaven. As they gathered together, he says in verse 8 of Acts chapter 1, he says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, which we saw at the Feast of Pentecost. And you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So we see this, this roadmap that Jesus has given his disciples and this mission that he has given them to become the people that share that witness, which just means to share the story of Jesus with people around the world. We saw that happening um, two weeks ago at Pentecost, as I mentioned. The Spirit comes upon them and they start telling people in Jerusalem, of all, all the Jews from around the world have gathered there and they hear the story of Jesus and 3,000 of them 3,000 of them become Christians. And this, this amazing first day of the church. And as we continue the story, we can see how the church continues to spread, how it continues to move throughout the world. And it starts with the people of Pentecost, the, the people, the Jews from around the world, they go back to their homes. They go back to their nations. They go back to their cities. They tell their families. They tell the people around them, what's happened, who this Jesus is, and, and these little church communities start to build and to grow, all scattered throughout the world. And then the disciples of Jesus, the, the 12 guys who followed him along, his ministry, they get out and they start sharing as well, and some cool stories in the book of Acts of what they're doing. Uh, but then this new character rises up, um, who originally was trying to destroy the church in the name of God, but then God gets a hold of him, shows him who he really is, and sets him on another path. And this guy's named Paul. And he goes out and he plants all of these churches throughout the Mediterranean region. And he writes all these letters, which we can find in the New Testament, teaching people how to live in these new days and how to share with the people around them, how to act, how to live good lives, all of those sorts of things. So Paul is going around, he's starting all these churches, he's sending all of these letters. And so all of these churches are starting to grow and this movement is spreading throughout the known world. And now as the Roman um, Empire sort of develops and Rome being the center of the uh, sort of world at the time, um, the church in Rome starts to grow in prominence and um, gets respect and, and sort of um, is 
seen by all of the other churches in the world to be kind of like the central church. And this grows to the point where for the next thousand years, the church in Rome becomes the head of the church throughout the world. This becomes known as the Roman Catholic Church. Catholic simply means universal. So this is a very interesting time. There's a lot of stuff that happens that we may not all agree with. But one cool thing that is happening is that there is this united effort to share the story of Jesus with the world. And so as the Roman armies sort of move out through Europe and Northern Africa and Middle East, and they start conquering these new peoples, what comes along behind them is this wave of missionaries and people sent out by the church to share about Jesus with people. And so, while again, not everything that happened during this time was good, there were some amazing stories of of communities growing and the message of Jesus and the, the family of God grows and, and continues to spread the word. And then as Europe continues to develop and, and the colonial superpowers begin to rise, you've got France and Spain and Portugal and later on England and Holland. And these nations rise up and they build these huge navies and they want to go and explore the world. And so they go out and they explore the world around them and they conquer new lands and they sort of conquer new peoples, which again, not the greatest thing. But behind that again is this fresh new wave of missionaries going out and spreading this story of love and of, of reconciliation with God to all of the corners of the world, just as Acts 1.8 said. We we're going to spread and become witnesses to Jesus throughout every corner of the globe. One particular corner of the globe, of course, hears the story about Jesus on December 25th, 1814. Officially introduced to Jesus through a guy called Samuel Marsden, who has, uh, preaches the very first sermon on Christmas Day um, up in the Bay of Islands in New Zealand. And so this is how we got to hear about the story of Jesus. And then that message spread throughout New Zealand through Māori um, tribes and through Pākehā communities. Um, the churches begin to grow. And we have a history of the church rising um, and then kind of tipping off in the 20th century and, and tipping back down again. But during this time, people are sharing with each other about who Jesus is. And one particular boy, um, 13 years old, gets to become part of a church community that starts on the North Shore of Auckland called Shore Community Church. He grows up in this church and he starts hearing I mean, he grew up in a Christian family, but he starts really understanding what's going on with this faith thing. And then he ends up starting a church called Church Northwest with the Hutchison family as well. And so the story, what I really love about the story is that it's one continuous story. The story of Church Northwest is not its own story. It is not its own book that sits on the shelf, but it is part of a larger volume of stories that go all the way back to the Bible itself. In fact, one of the really interesting things about the book of Acts that I mentioned is that when you get to the book of Acts, the end of the book of Acts, sorry, we're, we're following the story of Paul and he gets arrested and he's in Rome and in Acts chapter 28, it gets to the end and, and it just stops. It doesn't end. There's no conclusion. It doesn't wrap up. It doesn't say this is the end because it's not. I think one of the cool things about that is the story of Acts, the story of the church, continues on throughout history, through the last 2,000 years. 
as it spreads across the globe and reaches us today. We are part of the biblical story. Now, the stories we're writing aren't part of the Bible itself. This book is complete, but the story that it tells is not. The story that the Bible tells extends to what we do as a church community, as individuals, what we do with this message that we have. And one of the cool things about that is not only are we part of a big story, but because we're part of the biblical story, we know that the God who is setting that story in motion, the God who is coming alongside all of the characters of the Bible as they shared, as they spread, as they built churches, as they sort of witnessed to Jesus, the, the Holy Spirit that was guiding them guides us as well. We're part of that. He is with them and He is with us. And I think that's really encouraging as we think about what our world is going to be after we get out of lockdown, as we get back to our lives, as we go into year two of Church Northwest existence. And we, we talked about wanting to get out into the community. When we do so, we can know that we are part of this story that has been extending out, part of this God and Man series. It's not finished yet. We are still part of that story and it's still happening. And we have a role to play. We have a part to play in that story. Just like Paul, just like Peter, just like Moses, just like Abraham, like all of these people who played their roles, did their part, pushed the story forward, we have that role as well. And so as a community, we want to gather together and figure out what those roles are, what we are supposed to be doing, and then help each other go out and make it happen in our communities. That's what year two of Church Northwest is going to be about. I'm super excited to see it happen. Let me pray. Lord, I just thank you for the church that you started 2,000 years ago in, in the backwater part of the Roman Empire. It spread throughout all of the world, through every culture. And we just thank you that you have given the power to make that happen. And Lord, we want to continue doing that into our communities, not in an oppressive way as it may have been done in history, not in a way that sort of forces people to follow you, but that shares who you are, that witnesses to them about the love that you've given us and the freedom that you've given us and the way that you have reconciled us to yourself. Help us to share that and to continue your amazing story until you finally come back again and the story is complete. Be with us, guide us as we figure out how to do that. In your name we pray, amen. We're going to finish up our God and Man series next week with a look at the completion of the story, the fulfillment of that hope, uh, wrapped up in this very interesting book called Revelation in the Bible. So we're going to have a look at that real quick next week, so make sure you come back and check that out.